Now, the wealth protection diva is a successful entrepreneur, business owner, and premier business strategist, president and CEO of Sage International Incorporated, and a national speaker, best-selling author, and motivational teacher of financial education, business development, and wealth protection strategies, the joys and frustrations of being a business owner. Her insights are motivating, her frankness inspiring. Here is Sherry Hill. A nation becomes great because of great people. Often, the people that make the greatest impact on progress are not national leaders, but brilliant men and women of ideas. A handful of individuals developed inventions in the first half of the 19th century that not only had a direct impact on everyone's lives, but also affected the destiny of the American nation. Case in point, anyone who's ever driven in a rain or snowstorm can attest to the dire importance of windshield wipers. What a lot of people don't know is that windshield wipers were invented by a woman. Inventor Mary Anderson received a patent for her car window cleaning device in 1903. While men still file many more patents than women, female inventors are increasing their share of U.S. patents and trademarks. My guest today, Joey Mares, invented the peep no more when she was in a busy public restroom going through the familiar and awkward ritual of looking for feet beneath the stall doors to find a vacant stall. She thought there must be a better and less embarrassing way to determine if a stall is empty and available. Well, welcome, Joey. Hi, Sherry. Thank you so much for having me today. I'm really excited to talk to you guys all about my product and uh, take you through my journey of exactly how I thought of this and uh, why you no longer have to peep under the restroom stalls for feet. I love it. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so you and I actually met uh, probably right when you were still prototype, pre-prototype. Yes, pre-prototype. Mm -hmm. Definitely pre-prototype when I was uh uh, in the also naive stages, I would say, um, at that time as well. Yeah. <laughs> Lots so, to learn. So let's, let's kind of tell the story. So here you were, you tell the story, you were pregnant with your third child. Exactly. So I have an accounting background, actually graduated from University of Nevada, Reno. Um, I was there on a full ride scholarship for track and cross country. Always knew I wanted accounting as my background, but I really always wanted to be in control of my own destiny. And I had two little girls and pregnant with my third daughter and feeling super down about I'm never going to figure out my career you know I just um, I had a bookkeeping practice but I knew that it wasn't everything that really fulfilled me and I was so down and um, you know I was in a busy restroom and all of a sudden me and the woman in front of me we bent over and we looked for feet underneath the stall and I had an aha moment right then and there and I was so excited to get out of there and tell my husband that I'd finally, you know, figured it out what I was going to do. And then as, as I was in there, a little girl was trying to pull open the door on me. And it was all these signs coming. And I thought of the name that day. And um, I, uh, we went on to make our first prototype out of a plastic cutting board. Uh, it was a really, really funny design. And I took it to these mechanical engineers in town that my friend had introduced me to. And I said, can you make this into a product? And she said, yep, yeah, we can. $5,000. No problem. You're in. And I said, oh, we can do that. So we made our first prototype. Long story short, we put it up. Um, after we made it, it was made out of metal on the bottom of the stall. And it had to be user activated. We knew it had to go back to bacon automatically. But anyhow, we put it up and you couldn't see it. It looked awful. And I thought, oh, great. Well, that was 
awesome concept, but totally a failure. And so I was super bummed. And then a couple weeks go by and she said, hey, I got these people I want to introduce you to. There's these two entrepreneurs and they're helping, uh, really giving back to the community because they want to see entrepreneurship grow in Reno. And I went to this um, entrepreneurs assembly meeting um, and there I met Matt Westfield and Rod Hoslick. And uh, Rod Hoslick kind of gravitated towards my product and he said, I think this is a great idea and I think if we work together we can make this be everything it needs to be. So long story short, we redesign it, um, got our first prototype printed out of an SLA machine, you know, had to have some engineering to it, brought it kind of semi to life and I took it around to um, the airport. At that time, Chris Bart was the CEO of the airport and to University of Nevada, Reno, and then over to the National Bowling Stadium, some places around. I said, would you buy this? Do you like the concept? Would you pay you know, X amount of dollars for it? And everyone was just totally on board. So um, I knew that I did have a market. And so I went with it and um, we bootstrapped the whole company. So I had to keep earning money and earning money to keep, you know, kind of affording my stages and everything else. We were a young family with not a ton of cash flow. And so we finally got the product to where we could, um, we found a company actually in Reno who gave us the best quote to get our tool made because it's a plastic injection molded um, uh, product. So it's very expensive to get the tooling and to even get in business. And so we got that going um, and you know, we're able to produce um, thanks to this Reno company that that helped us out, and um, and then we just kind of got all the right pieces together, and and all the people that said they were going to buy it did. Well, so, but <laughs> let's let's talk about let's go back to yeah. so you ran into Matt and Rod, who yes. were you know dear friends of mine, and I yes. serve on the board of Entrepreneurs Assembly and so on. Yeah, can't say enough good about them. <laughs> so you know, but then you know it. Because you're at the backside of the story now. But during the time when, you know, they were challenging you to what? Go find out if you had a market. I mean, how hard was that for you? Oh, it was so hard. Honestly, um, the hardest part, their their motto to me was, if you're going to fail, you fail the cheapest. And so that's why I went out and I asked these different people, would you buy it before I even went and had the tool made and spent all that money? Um, But I thought, oh, getting it to market will be the easiest thing. It'll be so easy to sell. Well, uh, you know... Actually getting out there and selling it has been really challenging. It's all myself and and everything else. And they just kept saying, you know what, you're not hearing no's, so keep going, keep going. And uh, it was really hard for me to have that confidence in the product until, you know, we tested it for a while. It was working good. But they were always so encouraging about that to just, you're having positiveness. Everything's pointing in the right direction. And and, we took baby steps, baby steps, and and just kept going, you know, the slow route, really the slow route. Right. This is Sherry Hill. You're listening to The Sherry Hill Show with guests today. Joe, Joey Mares, who is the inventor of Peep No More. So kind of on that same thought process, because yes, you had an idea. Now they're forcing you to go out and test the market. At what point did you determine, you know, I got to get a patent on this. Exactly. Well, I actually, and I should have mentioned that I started with the patent process at the, before I even did anything, my very first step um, before I even took it to the engineers was I did a patent search. Um, I luckily had, my mom is good friends with the patent attorney in town and he really pointed me in all the right directions, did a great job for us. And I did that first and foremost before I even did anything because I wanted to, again, make sure I was taking those uh, right proper steps before I got too far into it. So um, I got, I found out that there was 
says, you know, I could definitely proceed. There's actually been patents uh, trying to be created for this kind of a product since 1909. But everything was just so different in the way that it was applied um, from the way that we were doing it that we were able to sail right on through. Um, actually got a provisional patent and then we recently just got issued our U.S. patent and it almost all of our major and minor claims were accepted on the first round. So it was really ex- exciting and, and are, are uh, you I gonna, got lucky. Yeah. Are you going to take this international? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Right now, um, I'm actually in the process of talking to one of the largest washroom accessory manufacturers in the world. Um, and we are kind of uh, in in some very serious talks um, and negotiations. So I'm thinking I might have some distribution here really soon. Um, also in serious talks with Disney and, of course, what they do for one Disney, they do for everything worldwide. So we're uh, presenting um, well, you know, awesome. our product there and, and we've gotten quite, quite a ways ahead. So. All right. So, again, Joey is the inventor of Peep No More. And, you know, every time I go to a porta potty, you have the vacant and occupied. Uh And obviously, you know, that is. made that a lot easier yours actually fits on a bathroom stall and i know you know specifically for women in the long lines of the restroom it is a problem because people are always peeking under the stalls or grabbing onto the door and it's uncomfortable and it's frustrating and so you know your your Mm -hmm. aha moment to go wow here's a need you know this isn't going to alter the world right (laughs) but it it does help these venues because it saves time and of course security and all those things so again let's just kind of a little more on your journey so you went out you had the idea you proceeded with the patent process Mm -hmm. then you land with matt and rod who are now that's great you have an idea you have something but let's find out if you have a target market so they forced you to go out and really think about and ask a lot of questions yes at that point what kind of feedback were you getting from the people you were asking I was getting great feedback because um, actually when I had gone to the University of Nevada, Reno, they actually had an attendant in their restrooms. And I've learned so much about restrooms throughout this whole process. Now we've got a product at AT AT&T Park, you know, the giant stadium, San Francisco. Um, We've got it in San Diego at the Petco Park and everything. And their biggest issues always when I talk to people is their restrooms. And not only for women, but also for men. There's a lot of aggression. If anyone was familiar with what happened at Levi's Stadium, um, there was an all over a vacant restroom stall that someone tapped somebody else on the shoulder. Next thing you know, he's flat out on the ground and a paraplegic now. So there's a lot more tensions than you would ever realize in restrooms and a lot more issues in restrooms than than I ever realized. Um, The privacy security, particularly for disabled people too, um, they've been extremely helpful for that. So um, I got I got more feedback, more positive and, and helpful feedback than I could have ever realized. Yeah. Well, Joey, we have to go to break. Our next segment, I want to hear from you about what it feels like to be an inventor. So yes. stick with us. We'll be right back. This is Cindy Davis with Strategic HR Partners. You are listening to The Sherry Hill Show. Sherry Hill is important to me because she is a great resource for business owners. HR level thinkers are high level thinkers and they listen to The Sherry Hill Show. 
Thank you, Sherry. Bye, Bye, Mom. Bye, Dad. Bye, kiddos. More coffee, dear. Yeah, honey, but just a bit. It's going to be another hot one today. Doris and Phil next door are getting their swimming pool ready. The kids were asking when they could invite their friends over for a pool party. Let's go to Pool Supply Outlet today. Good idea. I saw the Pool Supply Outlet TV spot last night. Everything in the store is super low price. We need chlorine tablets, pass the salt, and this year I want to get some noodle swords and a big blow-up shark so I can be king of the pool. Right, babe. Pool Supply Outlet also has great prices on robotic pool cleaners. Pass the butter. We should get one so I can spend more time enjoying the pool. You mean so I can spend more time enjoying the pool? And your koi pond. That's right. Pool Supply Outlet is right next door to Oasis Pond Maintenance and Supply. They've got the best prices in town on pond treatment and fish food. Hurry up so we can get going. Do you know how to get there? It's at the corner of Glendale Avenue and Marietta and Sparks. Pool Supply Outlet, 881 Glendale Avenue. I also want one of those cute duck decoys. Pool Supply Outlet, 881 Glendale Avenue in Sparks. Pool Supply Outlet, Reno.com. Sage International Incorporated fosters the entrepreneurial spirit by first educating our clients. In fact, we wrote the best-selling book, Incorporate and Get Rich, as recommended by Robert Kiyosaki in his bestseller, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. For over 20 years, we've taught thousands of business owners, investors, professionals, and entrepreneurs how to properly structure their business and personal assets to avoid the three flaming arrows of challenge, income taxes, liability exposure, probate and death taxes. Call Sage International Incorporated at 1-800-254-5779 to set up a free 30-minute consultation. That's 1-800-254-5779. Sage International. SunTech Solar Screening uses Pfeiffer screening products. Make shade while the sun shines. SunTech Solar Screening, 352-9396. SunTech Solar Screening. This is Ruth Urban, Certified Professional Facilitator at the Urban Group. You are listening to The Sherry Hill Show. Exciting, scary, lonely, exhausting, invigorating, up and down, one step forward, two steps back at any given moment. Finding a novel solution and prosecuting it to get to an actual patent is one accomplishment, but bringing that invention to market and commercializing it is another daunting task. Joey Mares, the inventor of Peep No More, is my fabulous guest today. So Joey, let's talk about your experience as an inventor. What were the challenges in your pursuit to realize your vision and where did you find support and assistance? Well, the challenges were many, far, like just so many challenges. Um, But the biggest thing I would say was financial. That was one of my huge challenges because I had these really big expenses with my patent and with my tooling to get there. So um, I really love the motto of the Entrepreneur's Assembly was, if you're going to fail, you fail the cheapest. So I really felt that when I was in every next stage, I was able to afford it. and and so getting it to market, you know, was was definitely a challenge in figuring out the design. But my biggest challenge is sales because I'm having to go out there and create a market that really doesn't exist. Um, my product is totally different. Um, they do have the little knobs with the vacant occupied, but my product, since it can be seen from such a far distance, is a whole nother experience and a whole nother way of thinking and looking at the restrooms, which is a huge part of these facilities. So creating my own market um, while having three young daughters and a husband and lots of activities going on. We're a very busy family. I'm balancing it all and and finding out, um, you know, just prioritizing 
is is been very challenging. So yes. but let, let's talk about because now you know you have this idea and you realize wow if you know this is going to solve a lot for a lot of people certainly the big venues stadiums and and things like that but I mean internally because you have to have such faith and belief in what you're doing and so when you were hit with those challenges yes right yes where did you really find besides entrepreneurs assembly yeah. obviously the family exactly. Exactly. Oh, my husband is the most supportive person ever. He was so understanding because I had a really big issue with confidence. You know, I'm having to call Levi Stadium, San Francisco Giants, like, oh, here I am, this little tiny person. Can you buy my product? You know, it was so intimidating. And he just encouraged me. My business partners encouraged me. I have fabulous friends that encouraged me, my family, my, my mom, my dad, my sisters. Everybody was so encouraging. And I was my own worst enemy. I was always my own worst enemy because I didn't really believe that I had created something that could really be as big and, and as good as, as I see the future and as it's starting to unfold. Um, I just really didn't think I had that confidence to do it. So I think that was really one of my biggest challenges. And, and if I didn't have those support systems of everybody else, um, I, I just couldn't have done it. So a, multi, a multitude of people, even my manufacturers, and, and then getting some sales, that gave me such confidence to keep going. So my clients, I would say, and the comments they gave me and feedback they gave me as to how it was helping them in ways I never even realized was huge. I mean, really huge. Well, let, so. let's talk about your team because you say yes. you have business partners. So you yes. did start a company, yes. obviously. Exactly, yes. And how did you figure out, because you know, you were the visionary at this point. Yeah, exactly. And we had gotten it to a really far point. So I had, um, we we thought, oh, we don't need any more money. You know, we're good to go. And then it got to the tooling stage where we had to create that big mold and the patent was way more expensive than we thought and everything else. And so we were kind of at a stage where we knew it was going to work. We had potential clients and we just needed someone else to come in and help us out. Um, we had these fabulous friends that um, also are in marketing and um, big facility event organizations, p- meeting planning and stuff like that. So kind of in our industry of where we want to sell it so we really they believed in our product they, they saw the need for it so we kind of strategically strategi- strategically aligned together um, and and really were able to they were able to let me have the control they trusted me enough and uh, and they stepped in and gave us the finances when we needed it um, and and help out where they need as well too but they're totally great in letting me um, run with what I'm doing here so. so do you still question yourself oh my gosh all the time (laughs) I seriously have up and downs like every other day why the heck am I doing this what is going on and then I just have these great breakthroughs and I'm so excited and it's the best thing I've ever done you know and and it's so cool for my daughters I think to see too because my priorities always been my children and my family number one and they see me and I'm able to balance it out whether I'm working at 11 o'clock at night assembling these things for the San Francisco Giant Stadium or whatever it is that I'm doing Um, they're just it's good for them to see that you know you really can't have a balance and and do a lot so well so you know from that I mean it's obvious as an inventor because you know we can create companies all day long that don't require patents and so on yeah but when you move into that realm of like you say the tooling the finances and all of that you know where and how did you continue to push forward because it is all internal and, oh, and it you is. know you, you saw the end result exactly and and the way that I kind of looked at it is that you know I just kind of um, always left it in the hands of of 
a higher power and I just said, you know what, if, the, if it's right, open the doors. If it's wrong, close the doors and I'll listen to that. And I really, really listened. I'm really good at listening to myself internally and kind of what is my path, you know? And I just, every time I would hit this huge hurdle, I would just come out of it smooth sailing. You know, there's product design or or sales or um, just all, any, anything. It was just always like I knew I was supposed to keep going. So I really listened to that. Um, I also am a big runner. Um, and so I just really was able to let out my stress and clear my mind. I think clearing your mind is a huge part of it because you can really get stuck in your head and and just get major anxiety. And I would definitely have my nights where I was up at three in the morning with zinging anxiety for like no reason. Um, but but yeah, I, I relied a lot on um, that internal voice and and just being being strong and listening to the signs and right. going with it. <laughs> this is Sherry Hill. You're listening to the Sherry Hill Show with guest Joey Mares, who is the inventor of Peep no more you can check out our website at peepnomore.com and you know obviously from that perspective because truly this would not have occurred because how long you been in business now um we actually we started the the business in 2012 and then we tested it for a couple of years last year was our very first full year of sales right so, so you're yeah. four years five years in exactly and of course a lot of people would have given up in the first year because yeah. you know as you discover you know having the vision and the idea is fantastic mm-hmm. but it's all those hurdles thank god you were track and field yeah. right all those hurdles you have to overcome yep, that absolutely. once you get through one here comes the next oh yeah and it never ends <laughs> just when you think oh I'm totally in the clear this is great you know last year I wanted to to quit I had a rough year last year um it was just uh you know personally it was a rough year I'm just losing my grandmother who was kind of like you know really more like my mom than anything and then having all these disappointments you know just all these highs and these lows and and I really learned throughout that to just kind of try to remain more neutral instead of getting really excited or really down when things didn't work out and taking everything so personal. You know, you think this is like your baby when you're an inventor. If someone tells you you don't like your product, it's like saying your baby's ugly. And so not letting that get to you and moving on and just saying, okay, there's so much positiveness. Just stay neutral and and keep going. And like I said, just, you know, continue with um, listening to the signs. And and if it's working, just keep going. And you just have to be so mentally tough. Yes. Well, (laughs) absolutely. And, and, but again, it's, you know, it's like anything. You can't give up when the going gets tough, no. right? No. And so having that support network is critical. Exactly. Where are you reaching out for assistance now? Because you have team, obviously, but do you ever tap into the Nevada Inventors Association? Do you ever come back into the Entrepreneurs Assembly? I or? do. I do occasionally. Um, I still talk with Rod Hoslick. We keep in touch and Matt Westfield as well. Um, I always see them and we're updating each other and and getting that together. I'm also a part of the uh, Venture Mentor Summit. And so I've got awesome, awesome um, mentors within that program that have just helped me. And actually from other mentors who aren't even part of my group too, I've been referred and is how I got the connection to the distribution company. So um, just all those different pieces, it's a small world out there. And so just going out, branching out to that, being involved in um, the Osmond Center for Entrepreneurship up at UNR, um, kind of what they're doing up there, trying to get involved with that um, as well. And giving back, you know, to, I've gone up and uh, done talks up at UNR and, um, you know, just trying to give back and branch out and inspire other people too. And, uh, and that's, 
that's kind of the avenue that I want to go to is inspire more and more students. And, you know, as I grow, get interns from there and everything else and just kind of, you know, do as much inspiration as I can because I, I love that university and, and I want to really give give back to that and just continue on the um, the spreading of entrepreneurship. Right. Yeah. So in this pursuit yes. that you're with the peep no more, yes. obviously becoming a certified women-owned business. Yes, almost because there. Because now you that. can sell to government and so the doors will open. Exactly. Of course, with those doors comes more opportunity as well as challenges yes and so yes, then absolutely. it's yeah more to learn lots lots <laughs> more to learn especially when it comes to the government realm I'm really learning a lot about that but but actually the way that I am talking with Disney is I'm actually talking to their integrated supply chain through um, this actual avenue so so really really exciting there's a lot of opportunity there so, awesome yeah. well after this short commercial break I do want to learn from you Joey yes the inventor of peep no more what you experienced about the distribution side of business, you know, actually making money by selling your product and to whom. We'll be right back. This is Dwayne Cummings, author of The Sensational Salesman. You are listening to The Sherry Hill Show. Sherry Hill is sensational and amazing. Many times, closing a real estate deal fast is the key to getting the great deal done. At Socotra Capital, we help you get the money fast. This is Dave Washburn, Vice President of Loans and Investments at Socotra Capital. We are a hard money lender for real estate transactions that need to close fast, way before banks or institutional financing can complete the deal. We're ready to talk to you about closing your transaction quickly, and we can get you the money fast. Visit www.socotracapitalnevada.com or call 775-420-4990 for a personal appointment. Thank you. Socotra Capital Nevada is located at 298 Kingsbury Grade, Suite 1G, State Line, Nevada, 89449. David Washburn's NMLS agent number 51269, NMLS 331429, MLD 4075, Company NMLS number 1142425. Socotra Capital Nevada Incorporated. SunTech Solar Screening uses Pfeiffer Screening Products. Make shade while the sun shines. SunTech Solar Screening, 352-9396. SunTech Solar Screening. This is Jill Lublin, your radical influence expert. You're listening to the Sherry Hill Radio Show. Sherry Hill is the wealth protection diva. A patent is one thing, but distribution is everything. Over 95% of patented products never earn a dime of profit because having a patent doesn't guarantee a product will sell. It's all about distribution. Getting your product in stores or wherever you sell it, that's the thing that makes or breaks a product. My experience as a business development strategist leads me to believe that it all my experience as a business development strategist leads me to believe that it all boils down to a lack of understanding. First and foremost is a lack of understanding of who the customer really is, what they expect of the product, and what they are willing to pay for it. This by far is the most common shortcoming in most, inventor, in most inventors offering. 
I can't even begin to count the number of people who have spent their entire budget on producing product, getting patents, and developing sales materials without knowing who the customer is, how the product will be used, and what the consumer is willing to pay for the product. My guest, Joey Mares, the inventor of Peep No More, a wonderful device that props open a bathroom stall door and reads vacant when it's empty. When someone enters the stall and latches the door, the signal switches to the occupied position. Stadiums and large venues that are using them say it totally reduces restroom wait times, which means attendees have more time to grab a beer, get a bite to eat, and most important, watch the game or show they paid to attend. So Joey, welcome. And of course, let's talk about your experience and lessons learned during the distribution phase of your business. Thank you, Sherry. It's like you were just, it's like we've had like three hour conversations about this or something. Everything you said is so true about distribution. And what I've learned so much is because I started, one of the first things I did was I'm gonna get distribution right away. I had no idea exactly really what it was gonna sell for or who my target market was, you know, who I really needed to talk to at these facilities and everything else. And so I cannot believe how much I've learned on my own. And now I'm at the phase where now that, you know, I wanted to prove it to these distributors that, hey, look, I have proven the market. These stadiums have bought for me and this is what it's doing. And I focused so much. I didn't listen to a lot of people, um, you know, in the way that I went about it because they kept saying the same thing, distribution, distribution. I'm like, but I have to feel confident in what I'm selling them and know that what I have is great. So I worked really hard to get into some of these really big stadiums and I learned all those things. What would they pay for it? Who do I need to talk to? How long is my sales cycle? You know, what factors go into their purchasing decision for, like I said, a product that didn't have a market that I was creating this market for. Well, and it wasn't and so, gonna generate revenue, but actually it does. But actually, yeah, <laughs> and actually now that we found, it's like I said, I've learned so much about this process that now part of my sales pitch that I know for a fact is that it does in fact help um, create that efficiency. If you have five minutes more of opportunity, which is the average saved time savings when you're in a really packed stadium or venue, if you have five extra minutes, you now have time to go get another beer or get souvenirs for your kids or get your kids another snack. You're going to be in a better mood because you waited less time. So you're going to be, you're going to feel more loyal to the stadium because you felt like they were more loyal to you. So not only will it just be for that game, that person might say, you know what, I had such a great experience there, I'm gonna buy season tickets for the Giants next year because our family had so much fun, we're gonna commit that money to go there and really make it a point to to be at those games right. you know, and spend that money. So it really does create that much of a difference. The Giants actually told me that their biggest complaint is restroom lines and it's 50% women fan now and 50% men fan for MLB and for NFL stadiums. And so, and it's mom driven. So if she's not happy, if her kids are touching the ground, looking underneath the stalls and it's taking too long, all of a sudden the concession lines were too long. The bathrooms were dirty. It really just stems all off of the wait time. People are there to do, you know, watch the game, have fun. They're not there to spend time in the restroom, but you have to use the restroom. You don't have a choice. Right. You know, when nature calls, you got that's your first priority so you know why not just get it done quicker awesome so, so in the distribution obviously you started local because yes. this is a local invention here mm -hmm. in no, northern nevada exactly and so you know you we obviously have unr which has a big stadium the airport and so on yes 
And so in that initial prototype yeah. is where you got a lot of feedback, but it also started, as you said, created awareness around what really is the ROI for these venues to want my product. Because yes. if you had just gone out and said, here, buy my product, exactly. they're looking at it going, that's just a cost. Yeah. And yeah. they think, oh, it's because I first started out talking to just facilities, um, you know, people in facilities and operations. And so their jobs aren't tied to ROI. And I wasn't thinking ROI. I was just thinking, oh, your customers are going to be so much happier. It's, you know, it does all these great things. And I'm like, okay, great. That's really cool. We like it. But it was a back burner type item. And now that I'm really able to see the relationship to the ROI and they're saying, you're right, this really is working. This really is getting people lot quicker. Now I can coordinate and talk to the director of customer experience and these other positions at these um, facilities and tie everybody together. And it's really becomes a win-win for everybody in the facility. Right. So yeah. you started local and then obviously went into the Bay Area. because Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Started here, went into the Bay Area um, just because it was, you know, easy geographically, geographically to get over there and show them the product. And it just turns out that they had such a great need for it. And, um, you know, the the San Francisco Giants have really been my biggest cheerleader um, that I've had, you know, and so it, it's been great. Then I went East Coast. I just kind of said, you know what? East Coast people really have an issue because everything was built so much later in the day. And so they have even more of these issues. So, for example, I just um, sold a few units that they're sampling out at Wrigley Field, the Chicago Cubs Stadium. They're doing a complete renovation there. I can't remember the exact year their stadium was built, but I believe it was a long early time 1900s yes. for sure. <laughs> and so they, they have a huge issue. And so I'm really, you know, just kind of trying to find where is the biggest need for my product. And that's exactly what I'm targeting. So. Well, now the exciting news is you're chatting with Disney. Yes, really <laughs> excited about that. Yeah, I've actually been talking to Disney through um, a contact that I had, a friend contact that I had for uh, about two years now, but you know you got to be in business a certain amount of time, and they want to see progress. And and now now they're really starting to listen and and see because we are doing what we say we're doing in these bigger stadiums and everything else. And and now they're going okay, you know this really could like I said be a lightning in a bottle type product, and that's what Disney looks for and what they can do for their lines. In um, you know they do so many measures that you can take now for um, having shorter wait times in line by booking it online and stuff like that. My Disney experience is a really neat thing that they've launched. Now they're seeing that they can do the same thing for their restrooms and get people there to do what they're what they want to do at Disney and not waste the time in the restroom lines cuz if anyone's been there they're long. Yes. So. <laughs> this is Sherry Hill. You're listening to the Sherry Hill Show with guest Joey Mares, the inventor of Peep No More. She's local and this is a uh, basically Nevada built and you know made in the usa product very exciting but a local winner for us here in the north because we have an inventor who's going to go global we yes. already know this product is going to be in demand global <laughs> yes. but also you know part of distribution obviously you know you've been in business now you're in your fifth year it's taking you this long to really get out there and start to make those sales yes and you know the next thing is i'm sure that people ask is okay well that's great what's next 
Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, so next comes, uh, you know, just jumping into the next day and age of technology because everything is just becoming so easily accessible on our mobile phones and, you know, iPads and just everything else like that. And so what we want to add is we want to add technology to our indicators that already exist out there, very simple technology um, that would give users and facilities more information at their fingertips about the restrooms. Like I said, there's a lot of issues in the restrooms. So as a user, you would be able to tell if you're at the Aces Stadium, you would be able to tell how many stalls were available in which restroom in real time, for example. And then for the stadiums, they might be able to, let's say, measure the amount of humidity in the air um, through these sensors that we have on our indicators to tell if maybe there's a leak, you know, or something like that. So um, it can provide a wealth of information and, um, again, time savings, money savings, everything else for these facilities and a better experience for for the guest. Awesome. Well, you're still in that early phase of distribution. So yes. if you can nail a Disney and certainly, you know, every NFL stadium and exactly. Major League Baseball stadium and even big concert. Yes. You know, it's, Hotels. Yes. All sorts of airports for sure is one of the biggest requests that I get, which, um, like I said, I had talked to Chris Bart about our product. And then right when I got my product to market, she retired. So I'll definitely have to hit up the new CEO there. But we need them in airports. They are. I've seen people kicking the doors in because they've got all their luggage and they're just not hard, but, you know, just kind no. of kicking them in to see what's in there. So it's just... Um, it's just a hu- huge convenience factor, but it definitely is a shift in the way people think and um, the way that you view these so, facilities. So you wanted to, you know, <laughs> create a business. You wanted to control your own destiny. Did yeah. you ever think that this business, I mean, you are becoming the absolute expert on restrooms. Yes, right? <laughs> I cannot believe how much I know how many, you know, how much space there is in between cracks, what should be or what shouldn't be. And I know, you know, different materials. I know what they're all made out of. I know, you know, what works best, how to drill in them and, you know, how to, uh, you know, where to place the screws and everything else. Yeah. So it's learning about just the names of the nuts and screws and everything else uh, that we use was really interesting. So it's been fun. Well, I'm I'm thrilled. But we've got to go to break. We come back. I'm going to talk to Joey Mares, the inventor of Peep No More about the balance, if any, of being a busy mom and heading up a business that also requires a lot of her time, energy, and focus. We'll be right back. But first, we're going to hear from my friend Rocket Tom, someone who helps me think outside the globe. This is Rocket Tom challenging you to think outside the globe. Once upon a time, products that were made in America were the global benchmark of value and reliability. Then the Japanese began replicating our products to much lower standards and at far less cost. Then W. Edwards Deming was engaged by the Japanese manufacturers to teach them how to build inexpensive products reliably. The products made in Japan today are among the finest in the world in value and reliability. Then other Asian companies began competing for the low-end market of products. America gave in to believing that they could not compete with Asia in price and began offshoring their manufacturing. Large chain stores began dictating price points, and we now have a global crisis of unsafe and unreliable products in our homes. Made in America can once again become the global standard if corporate America would learn the fundamentals of manufacturing reliable products 
at a competitive price instead of yielding to the folly of offshore manufacturing. To learn more about thinking outside the globe, you can find me at the web at rockatom.com. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own? Or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? Well, first, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should? like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes. For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put the proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started on the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779. Or visit sageintl.com. Bye, Mom. Bye, Dad. Bye, kiddos. More coffee, dear? Yeah, honey, but just a bit. It's going to be another hot one today. Doris and Phil next door are getting their swimming pool ready. The kids were asking when they could invite their friends over for a pool party. Let's go to Pool Supply Outlet today. Good idea. I saw the Pool Supply Outlet TV spot last night. Everything in the store is super low priced. We need chlorine tablets, pass the salt, and this year I want to get some noodle swords and a big blow-up shark so I can be king of the pool. Right, babe. Pool Supply Outlet also has great prices on robotic pool cleaners. Pass the butter. We should get one so I can spend more time enjoying the pool. You mean so I can spend more time? time enjoying the pool and your koi pond that's right pool supply outlet is right next door to oasis pond maintenance and supply they've got the best prices in town on pond treatment and fish food hurry up so we can get going do you know how to get there it's at the corner of glendale avenue and marietta and sparks pool supply outlet 881 glendale avenue i also want one of those cute duck decoys pool supply outlet 881 glendale avenue in sparks pool supply outlet reno.com If you missed any part of today's show and would like to listen to the podcast, please visit SherryHillShow.com. Stay-at-home moms are multitasking more than ever. In between childcare, cooking and cleaning, they're cranking out inventions that are making them millions. Women, in fact, start 424 new enterprises every day, more than twice as many as men. These mothers of invention have nurtured their creative ideas on their own domestic turf outside the corporate box. Knowing how to stretch a dollar, these resourceful women started simple by keeping costs down and production up. Case in point, my guest, Joey Mares, the inventor of Peep No More, the first and only hands-free automatic occupancy indicator for public restroom stalls. A simple device that reduces your restroom wait time by six to 10 minutes. A local invention that is designed, manufactured, and distributed right here in the USA. So Joey, Let's talk about being a mom, inventor, business owner, and entrepreneur. Okay. Oh, yes. And a type A personality really helps in that case. No, but but um, no, sometimes a type A personality would uh, would not be, not be so helpful in that case. But no, it's great. I love every single minute of it. I have a lot of high energy. Um, it takes persistence on every level with your kids, with your husband or wife, and, um, you know, and work and everything else. It just takes a lot of 
of strength and resilience and just doing. You know, I think you just have to not think about it so much. And I think you just have to get out there and you just have to do it. And you just, you know, have to get, believe in yourself that you're doing a good job and do the best that you can and and you know, have grace for yourself when you falter on different, you know, whatever it may be. If you can't make a certain thing for your one of your kids or if you can't make a certain meeting because of your kids, vice versa, you know, it's just all about prioritizing and kind of taking it on a day by day basis. Absolutely. I mean, I, I know that lesson well. Yeah. There are times <laughs> where, you know, there were things I could not attend uh, that were, you know, important to my daughter. But, you know, bottom line is that the time that we did and do spend is absolute quality time. And so she Absolutely. understood that mom is an entrepreneur, runs a successful company and can't be there every single day to make a sandwich at lunchtime, right? Exactly. And of course, you know, one of the toughest lessons is not to beat yourself up for it. Like you said, have grace for yourself because um, we have a lot of time in the future. Oh, yeah. To still be mom. Plenty right? of time. <laughs> yes, there's there's plenty of time for both. There's plenty of time for career. There's plenty of time, you know, to, to have time with your family. And I think, like you said, the biggest thing is the quality time, the quality time that you dedicate to working, the quality time that you dedicate to being with your kids. If you can really, when you're with them, be present or when you're working, be present there and just kind of be, you know, in the moment. I think that's the biggest key to not getting so stressed out. If you can set, you know, I love writing on post-it notes. That is my thing. I write my list on post-it post-it notes, totally old school, but it helps me. I love crossing things off my list, you know, and I just think that if you have a plan and you stick to it and um, if, if it varies, it varies. You have to, like I said, give yourself grace for the things that come up that you can't predict if your kids get sick or, you know, if, if a meeting comes up and it's really important, but it's right in the middle of something else, your kids will understand. Um, you'll get that time back with them another time and um, and they'll know that you love them. But so. let's talk about that because, you know, I work obviously with a lot of entrepreneurs and, you know, I often hear, yeah, I'm working 24-7 and I am a huge, huge advocate for no, you don't need to do that. Yeah. Really, it's you build your uh, business around your lifestyle. Absolutely. And of course, things change. So mm -hmm. now my daughter's, you know, 21 at UNR. Um, it, I don't have to be so like, oh, gosh, I have to have afternoons open or whatever. Yep. And, you know, that is the evolution of, of being a mom in business. But yes. let's talk about are you doing this from your home or are you guys now you stepped up to your own uh, separate office space or? Yeah. So, well, what we did is we bought a bigger home. So it's kind of twofold. So we, I kind of um, have my regular home on top and then we have a basement that we actually have. It's a full fledged office where I can have an intern come in if I need to. I can have people come assemble if I need to. I outsource some of the assembly when I get big jobs. Um, I can kind of almost like a little kit. I can bring people the pieces and I have people that can put them together. Um, so eventually as we grow and get more consistent um, on a really consistent basis with ourselves with distribution, then we will absolutely have to um, outsource to a facility probably pretty quickly yeah. um, and have a few people on board, you know, every day. Um, but it's a very simple process. So, you know, our manufacturing luckily is right in Reno. We're really, really um, blessed to have our manufacturers all be right here. And so we can easily logistically wise, you know, get all those materials pretty quickly, pretty easily and have our whole team right here. So, right. But are yeah. you wearing all the hats? I mean, is your I still husband do. involved in the business? No, or? I still, my husband's very busy. He's in a startup <laughs> company himself that he got into. I mean, not his own, uh, but he's, you know, 
doing that. So he's really busy. So it really is me still wearing all of the hats. Absolutely. I'm the one who organizes and does everything. So So, once you start to increase sales, obviously revenue, what's the first position you're going to replace of yourself? The very first position would be assembly. To get out of assembly, shipping, anything to do physically with the product, I can't wait to completely be done with and hands off because um, it's just it's time consuming and it's just time that I don't have. Again, like I said, I really have to prioritize my time and that's not my time well spent. Right. Um, so absolutely. Yeah. yeah, this is Sherry Hill. You're listening to the Sherry Hill Show with guest Joey Mares, the inventor of Peep No More. Check out her website, peepnomore.com. And pretty soon, probably within a year or two, every restroom that you go into will have this amazing device that's going to tell you whether it's vacant or occupied and you're going to say, hey, that's one of our homegrown girls. That's awesome. So talking about that next step in your business, because you're wearing all the hats, which also means being the mom, also thinking about (laughs) the next evolution of the product, the, the, um, as you said, the software side to really help in the facilities management world and so on. And so what is it, how are you carving time for just you? I make a lot of time for me. I somehow fit it all in. Like I said, I have a lot of energy. We have an awesome group of friends. We're always getting together doing these fun group like dates and everything. So we really make time for our friends and for each other. Me and my husband are really good about being able to go out on dates, you know, on on a consistent basis and stuff like that. Not all the time, but definitely consistent. And again, making quality time for friends, um, for family, and then you know, fun. I love I love to have fun. I love to run. I just actually did a marathon with three other girlfriends and qualified for the Boston. So I'm excited to go go. to Boston. Yeah, yeah, but you're going to turn that into a business trip. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I already (laughs) I already have a direct contact for Fenway Park and I believe it's called Boston Garden. So, yeah, I will definitely be mixing a little business with pleasure for sure. Absolutely. Well, that's good. And, you know, what I always tell people is you never know if I'm working or I'm having fun because I play as hard as I work and you just can't tell when I'm doing which. But I'm also very clear that, you know, especially in the startup world, and I know I'm an anomaly when I keep hammering on people to say, look, you do not not have to work 24-7. Yeah, you're going to work a little harder, but be effective during those hours that you're working, and then you have your life. Because as you know, to be an inventor, a creator, you have to have downtime. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, if you don't have that downtime, then you're just going to be stressed, anxiety-ridden all the time. And and still, you know, my kids are a huge priority as well. You know, your family's a huge priority. So you really have to find that balance or you're just going to feel guilt-ridden all the time either way. Right. You know, the, if, if you do too much of one thing, it's it's not a good thing, just like anything. Right. So, yeah. So very cool. So what, what would be a final kind of word of advice or, you know, hard lesson that you learned that would help other inventors? to really pursue their dream. You know, I would say the biggest thing that I learned that I love to tell people is think of it as your own journey. You know, I used to compare myself to other people whose companies took off 
in a year, six months, whatever, because they could go out there and they were doing something better than somebody else, selling B2C, you know. Um, so it was a totally different, whole different ballgame than my product. So my advice is go at your own pace, you know, make it be your journey, listen to your own self and your own conscience and, um, you know, put all the right people in your corner. Don't think that you have to figure everything out, you know, rely on the experts that are around you. There's a lot of them out here um, that are willing to help you and give you good advice and point you in the right direction. And so um, just, yeah, just make it your journey and, and make it a good one and, and give it your full your full effort and, and quality time, whatever Abs- it is. Absolutely. And, yeah. you know, one of those great resources, as you know, I'm on the board and yes. I serve as a mentor is the Entrepreneurs' Assembly. Absolutely. And so we do have some great resources here locally to help people. And it doesn't just have to be around an invention. It's any startup business. But you know, the challenge of for you to noodle on this idea. Yes, absolutely. Yep. There's so many people that are in organizations that are out there willing to help and they're excited because they've already done their thing. They've already, you know, been from A to Z and they know all the things that can just trip you up and make you want to quit. But there's easy solutions sometimes to, you know, some of those hurdles. And so you just got to keep moving forward with it. If you have that entrepreneurial spirit, just because you have one idea doesn't mean it might be your best idea. You know, so don't give up if something doesn't work out. Just keep going. You will find your niche. You just have to keep going. And again, rely rely on the resources that are here to help. Awesome. Well, I've been chatting with Joey Mares, the inventor of Peep No More. And so I'm very excited because I've known you since you was your idea. Yes. And now to see the uh, four prototypes sitting on our table here and the exciting news of, you know, connections with Disney and some of that. So um, hats off to you. Thank you. And thank you so much. It's really an inspiration to see another woman entrepreneur because for me, I wouldn't be able to get where I am without you, you know, showing me the way and giving me good advice and making me want to keep going. It's just, it's really, really important to be supported by other women. So I love it. And I love seeing women do their thing. Thank you, Joey. Well, that's the end of our show today. And so, you know, as someone who can really say that I love being inspired by inspiring people. So we'll catch up next week. The Sherry Hill Show values the role we play in supporting the economic engine driving this country. Small business, the backbone of America. Send her a message on Facebook.com slash Sherry Hill Show and tune in next week, same time, same station for The Sherry Hill Show. Sage International Incorporated fosters the entrepreneurial spirit by first educating our clients. In fact, we wrote the best-selling book, Incorporate and Get Rich, as recommended by Robert Kiyosaki in his bestseller, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. For over 20 years, we've taught thousands of business owners, investors, professionals, and entrepreneurs how to properly structure their business and personal assets to avoid the three flaming arrows of challenge, income taxes, liability exposure, probate and death taxes. Call Sage International Incorporated at 1-800-254-5779 to set up a free 30-minute consultation. That's 1-800-254-5779. Sage International. Bye, Mom. Bye.
I did. Bye, kiddos. More coffee, dear. Yeah, honey, but just a bit. It's going to be another hot one today. Doris and Phil next door are getting their swimming pool ready. The kids were asking when they could invite their friends over for a pool party. Let's go to Pool Supply Outlet today. Good idea. I saw the Pool Supply Outlet TV spot last night. Everything in the store is super low price. We need chlorine tablets, pass the salt, and this year I want to get some noodle swords and a big blow-up shark so I can be king of the pool. Right, babe. Pool Supply Outlet also has great prices on robotic pool cleaners. Pass the butter. We should get one so I can spend more time enjoying the pool. You mean so I can spend more time enjoying the pool? And your koi pond. That's right. Pool Supply Outlet is right next door to Oasis Pond Maintenance and Supply. They've got the best prices in town on pond treatment and fish food. Hurry up so we can get going. Do you know how to get there? It's at the corner of Glendale Avenue and Marietta and Sparks. Pool Supply Outlet, 881 Glendale Avenue. I also want one of those cute duck decoys. Pool Supply Outlet, 881 Glendale Avenue in Sparks. Pool Supply Outlet, Reno.com. So, you're thinking about buying investment real estate. Getting the right mortgage is a critical part of your decision. This is Lou Carr, branch manager of Summit Funding in Sparks, Nevada. With today's extremely affordable mortgage interest rates, you have the opportunity to step into what could be the best investment purchase you'll ever make. How do you go about it? First, get pre-approved with a mortgage lender like Summit Funding. Then, find the right property at the right price. Summit Funding is ready to talk with you about getting a mortgage to purchase real estate. Visit summitfunding.net slash L-C-A-R-R. That's S-U-M-M-I-T-F-U-N-D-I-N-G dot net forward slash L-C-A-R or call 775-626-0775 for personal service. This is Lou Carr from Summit Funding, NMLS number 258750, NMLS number 3199, and NMLS number 1042857. Thank you. Summit Funding Incorporated is located at 5931 Los Altos Parkway, Suite 105, Sparks, Nevada, 89436.